TV news briefly for Thursday, 12th of January. Everything EV in less than five minutes, if you haven't got time for the full show. Porsche kick us off, and they've got a press release out about the new Porsche Stroke Audi technology, which is coming next after the Tycom. There's going to be the Macan. It's on a new platform, 800 volts. Clever, clever technology, what's going inside this. So if you turn up to a 400-volt charger... Uh, they've got some new technology they've called bank charging. They'll effectively virtually split a 800-volt battery in two. They can balance both sides in inverted commas until it's ready to be charging at maximum possible capacity. They haven't given us the charging speed of the new McCann, but they say it's more than the Tycom. Oof, that's 270 kilowatts. More than that. I mean, if it was more than 300, I think they would have given us the big number. But either way... 80% in less than 25 minutes. Looking forward to getting more details of that McCam. The Ford F-150 Lightning has won the North American Truck of the Year. It's the latest addition to their trophy case. The fifth award for Ford in the past three years in the Truck of the Year. And they aim to ramp to 150,000 of those by the end of the year. Jaguar I-Pace getting a small facelift. I mean, you've really, really got to look to see the different coloured Jaguar logo, the intake blades in a different colour. Still fabulous car. Had one in my driveway for a while. The performance knock you, knocks your socks off. And the level of luxury is gorgeous. I just wish that it wasn't five years later. And what have Jaguar done apart from the iPace? Mini confirming two electric vehicles coming in 2023, but it didn't say what, but we have a good idea. It'll be the next gen Mini Cooper SE and the all electric countryman. Mercedes-Benz have been showing off the all-electric G-Class, the EQG, spotted in winter testing. And for those that like the G-Class, yeah, this is going to be a big moment, actually. Not one, not two, not three. Four electric motors and four transfer cases, uh, one for each motor, so you can start to do some funky traction stuff, including, if you wanted, those tank turns. If you want to spin on the spots, don't know why you'd want to do that maybe it'll be useful if you're off-roading and a charge capability of more than 300 kilowatts which i'd love to see that should be out in 2024 suzuki showing off a concept of an ev now suzuki are nowhere with evs at the minute but at the auto expo in india showing off their idea of an ev suv called the evx tesla just ended toyota's 28 year run at the top in Australia, the Model 3 dethroning the Toyota Camry after 28 years. Uh, Toyota, the biggest, uh, Tesla, the biggest seller in Australia for EVs. BYD second. Tesla's Mega Pack also showing up in Australia. A bus depot just outside of Sydney. 55 BYD electric buses uh, connected up to the Tesla Mega Pack. 2.5 megawatt hours of storage. Big solar panels on their de bus depot roof as well. All part of $3 billion of Aussie funding for electric buses unveiled in December. The Euro NCAP said that last year was the safest year ever for their tests. The safest cars were the Hyundai Arnic 6 the Aura Funky Cat, Tesla Model S, and Tesla Model Y. Spot the pattern? They're all electric. Charin is the industry group that promotes the CCS charging standard, welcoming the Chinese manufacturer NIO to its ranks. NIO say that they are excited to interact with partners in Europe for compatibility. Uh, the EV transition will benefit most US owners, according to a new study in Science Daily. Uh, a bit of a long read on this one. Uh, a proper paper, if you like to read those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? No pretty pictures. And uh, uh, more than 90% of vehicle-owning households in the US will benefit from going 
EV. And... China could be on its way back. Deutsche Bank say that the recent EV wobble uh, with the loss of subsidies will be coming back with sales growth this year. That's briefly 